Welcome to Yaga Rambles. How are we doing? Are you, are you guys okay? Are you okay? Has <laughs> the homicide rate gone up yet? Suicide rate gone up yet? How's everybody doing? You know, after four weeks of nonsense. I'm pretty good. Thanks for asking. And uh, been an interesting time, right? <clears throat> Been an interesting time. Have you been outside lately? I have. Uh, about five days ago, I went down to the river, and uh, there was a good group of people down there, and I was saying hi to everybody. They're enjoying because it was a beautiful day, too beautiful. Um, it's typically April kind of sucks here in Illinois, but uh, it's been a nice one. There's been some good stuff going on, and uh, it was too nice. Too nice, so you had to go out in that. And um, I'm down by the river. Everybody's friendly. We have like one day of like 70 degree weather, then the next day we have some 50 mile an hour winds and snow. Yeah, hey, whatever. Uh, but the chemtrails aren't out, so that's nice. Uh, but it seems to be actual blue skies, so thank you. I like actual weather. That's beautiful. <clears throat> so... Everybody all bunkered down. You know, I, I love going to the store because as each day passes, the more I go to the store, the more I see people in masks. And you know, What's funny, though, is like I saw a guy had a mask on and as he and we were walking out of the store and he walked out of the store and in the parking lot, he took the mask off. You know, it, it's people, people. I don't think I, you know what? I, I'm not even going to tell you again because I don't care. <laughs> I'm just, I'm enjoying my time. I had, uh, the last couple days, I've had some conversations with some good uh, people in my life and I love talking to people. And, uh, you know, the phone is great, but there's nothing like being in person, right? Let's be honest. There's nothing like hanging out with people face to face, having that energy, having a connection, talking. Uh, you know, seeing how life's going. It's, you know, people won't last much longer, so I've got hope. A little bit of hope and a little bit of faith that everything's going to be okay. It's Passover. Uh, Passover. Good Friday. <laughs> Good Friday. It's almost Easter time. The bunnies are out there getting their eggs because, you know, that's how we remember Jesus. We remember Jesus with a little bunny getting some eggs. Yes, sir, Bob. <laughs> I always that was always weird to me when I was a kid, like, cause I grew up Catholic, so you know, Christmas and Easter are like the big ones, right? And uh, I remember Easter was always kind of fun because it was like pastel colors. I hate, but it, it, going to Grandma's house was great because we'd always go on an egg hunt. You know, my uh, my grandparents would hide eggs all over the yard, and like my aunts and uncles and everybody and all of us cousins, because on that side I had a huge family. I got you know, I've got like eight uh, fucking cousins, and we're all within like five years of each other. So you imagine like, you know, nine, ten kids running around, and uh, or 11 kids actually. Yeah, is that 11? That's a lot of kids. All I know is that side is huge. There were a lot of us kids, and we all go on the Easter egg hunt. And in the Easter egg, I don't know if your family did this, but mine did. 
there'd be like a quarter or a piece of candy, you know? Woo, piece of candy. Or chocolate or a dollar bill or something like that. We always had something in the eggs. We always had something. And it made it a lot of fun. It made it a lot of fun. Uh, and in my family, we always cooked up a, a ton of ton of delicious food. You know, the, the deviled eggs. You know, I know it's blasphemy because of the Easter Bunny and all. They were cooking his eggs, but hey, they were delicious. And uh, <clears throat> it's a good time. See, that's what it's all about, guys. Family. Not, um, you know, uh, Passover. I, I get all that. Um, it's, it's something, you know, I think it's going to be an interesting weekend. We'll see what happens tomorrow and the next day. But, uh, you know, or nothing happens, like it always does. And it's just a bunch of uh, fear. And uh, we'll see. But it's a beautiful day. It's a little cool outside, but the sun is shining, which is great because... You know, here in Illinois, it's been, you know, it just sucks for like four or five months out of the year. Like half the year sucks. The other half is hit or miss. <laughs> you only get about three really nice months, like June, July, August. Or like That's like the nicest months in Illinois. And then after that, it's all downhill. But uh, Easter, good old Easter's coming. Yes, a couple days till that when Jesus rises from the grave and we remember the resurrection. Did you remember that from your Sunday school teachings? Because I did. They used to tell me, Jesus, three days he came up. Uh, yeah. Well, and then uh, for me, it was Easter bunnies and chocolate eggs. So I, I look at Easter not so much as what it was, what you should care about, which is family. You know, just like this whole being locked up. Well, no, I'm not really locked up. My whole. I've pretty much always been in solitude the last few years anyway. Like, I don't really care. I like being around people, but in doses, right? I don't just go out for the sake of going out because it's like, oh my God, did you go over to fucking Bill's place to play cards against humanity? Did you? No, I don't because I don't care anymore. I don't even like Bill and his wife's a bitch. Jokes, people. I know when people hear me talk sometimes, they take everything I say so seriously. And you know what? That's on you. It's not my problem. I'm just telling you how I feel. And I like to joke, and I'm a comedian at heart. And I try to find the lighter side of stuff. Otherwise, doom and gloom is just no way to be. you got to always look in the light. Even if you're being funny, you're looking at the light, you know, because you're, making, you're mocking darkness. <clears throat> and I've been mocking people in my head when I go out, and I know it's probably not. You know, it's not right or wrong, good or bad. It just is what it is, and I can't help it because when I see people in mass thinking like that's gonna, that's gonna do it, I go. I just have to let them be. I have to respect the fact that that's what they want. You know, even though some things are pointed out really funny, like obvious, and and uh, in grocery stores and shit, like the little social distancing stupid ass markings. It's like six feet apart, but yet. The sideways ones, when you're standing next to each other, you're closer than six feet. So I guess a, uh, a virus that can't travel through air anyway, um, you know, I guess it doesn't care about being sideways. <laughs> You've just got to be directly behind somebody six feet. That's fucking hilarious. But hey, whatever, you're doing your part, right? You're doing your part and whatever makes you feel good, right? You know, you separate your plastics and your glass when you recycle you use the biodegradable garbage bags. You're doing your part. You, you, you pat yourself on the back every day. You celebrate Earth Day by planting a ficus. Yeah, you're, you know, you're doing your part. 
You're not. In your mind, though, you think you are, but no. Nature and this world will always correct itself when we get out of line. And that's okay. I'm ready for it. <clears throat> are you? Because I don't live in fear. People get really mad at you when you say you don't live in fear. And I'm like, I don't. Um, I used to when I, was, when I used to uh, drink myself to oblivion because I couldn't deal with all the nonsense. Now today I go, uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> but I, I, I get I get people. I'm, I'll, I'll respect them if they want to keep their distance because that's on them. So I respect people's wishes even though I know it's stupid and wrong. But whatever. I don't, I, I was, I'm told to be a respectful person and I will. I just hope when it's all over and you look back on this, you realize how ridiculous you were and uh, how dumb it was. You know, it's like here, you know, it's like any information you get in life, right? When you're a kid, you start hearing all the, the lore and the stories, you know, all these things that freak you out. You know, like, uh, say Bloody Mary in the mirror five times and, you know, she's going to appear, the boogeyman in the night and you're like, ah. And then none of it happens. It's just stories. It's just a bunch of shit that keep you terrified of the dark or looking in a mirror and and you hear this stuff, it's like, if you don't put a mask on, you're going to get coronavirus, which is just a mild flu, but, you know, you don't want that. And you're like, oh, my God, the sniffles. And you get it. And uh, <laughs> it's okay. You know, it's okay. So I just got to let people be. I'll let I'll respect them. I'm, I'm disappointed, though, in some of the men. I won't lie. Like, when I see men doing it, I'm like, ah, oh, you fucking, you aren't a man. You are... Your wife runs it, or you were raised by women. I see a few guys. I saw a few guys out there. I went to the store today, like champions. They were out there without, uh, you know, no glove, no mask like me. And I go, there you go. Like, when this shit hits the real fan, uh, I'll remember your face in case I ever see you out and be like, I need to hang out with you. It's good to know who your real friends are in this. It's good to know. You guys remember the D.A.R.E. program? <laughs> that ridiculous program from the 90s that, uh, that told us it was drug abuse resistance education. I never forgot. I had the D.A.R.E. shirt. I even wrote a D.A.R.E. essay when I was in the fifth grade. They asked you, I forget what it was about, but I remember they asked kids to write an essay. And like a couple people got picked I was one of the people that got picked to read their essay in front of people. And you know, when you're fucking 10, it wasn't anything brilliant. I think that drugs are bad and I understand that I won't be drugs and I should call out things like I said. However it was, I have no idea. But I'm sure that my mom has that essay saved somewhere. My mom is insane. I love her to death. But she's saved all of my school projects from when I was a kid. All of them. Everything. Like, there's something from kindergarten. She's like, do you remember this cookbook that you made me? And I go, what? <laughs> Mom, that was in 1989. I was five years old. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, it was so special. And you, you, didn't, you didn't spell tomato right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I remember uh, Dare. It was pretty funny. Drug Drug abuse resistance education and uh that program didn't work huh <laughs> what a bunch of crap and if you remember that then you think about the kind of stuff going on with drugs and uh antidepressants and everything 
pharmaceuticals. You just think about that program and realize like this was that program gave you a false hope, a false belief that by being in that program, your kid was going to get it. Your kid was not going to abuse drugs or even, God forbid, try them at any point. I'm going to terrify the shit out of them as I crack an egg into a frying pan and tell you that's your brain on drugs. And turns out, uh, didn't work and uh, everybody did drugs. <laughs> uh, even all the goody-good touches, I, I know everybody I went to school with who was in that D.A.R.E. program has done some kind of drug at the bare minimum. They drank alcohol and smoked a little bit of weed. But there's there's other shit, too. I know people that did heroin, cocaine. I'll name the list. Acid. Hell, I even bought into the D.A.R.E. program when I was a kid. I was so anti-drug, but I think that was my problem. I had such a stick up my ass. But I agree with it now. Like You, you know, I, I, this is how I look at it. You do whatever you want, but there's consequences for everything that you do. And if you inject poison into your body of all kinds... It never, it's never going to end well, and it's never going to get you where you want to go. It's always going to end in pain, misery, uh, sadness, and despair. And I learned that. I learned that from, uh, you know, my days with uh, alcohol, you know. And uh, by the grace of God, I have not had a drink in over five years. And... Someone would be like, that's so amazing. I go, one day at a time. <laughs> and <clears throat> So the D.A.R.E. program was a failure. So it's just like when I see today, anybody who's looking at the news, it's like, dude, stop. How many decades have to go by? How many things, how many lies do you have to keep eating and realize that every lie you're eating is such poison? To just stop it. Stop. But you know what? Again, you got to let these people go. You just detach with love and you just allow them to, you know, you can't save anybody and you just got to let them fucking fall. But the problem is there's a lot of people in this world and those people tend to get fanatic. You know, it's not uh, this. I, I haven't been afraid of this coronavirus from day one. To be honest, I was actually hoping it was as real as they first made it out to be because, you know, I thought, eh, good riddance. We can thin out the herd a little bit. <laughs> because, you know, I think dark sometimes, but I don't lie about it. I don't pretend like I don't think dark thoughts because I'm not a fucking bitch. And I actually will tell you what I'm thinking. I mean, I don't obviously want that to happen but the thoughts cross my mind it's just a thought <clears throat> and uh but you know it's not uh anywhere it's nothing and people still keep buying into it because they're terrified and they're scared of everything they've ever done in their life <laughs> you ever notice that when you're a kind of a coward and don't get me wrong i've had my own personal battles so i get it but when you're a true coward and you haven't accepted some kind of thing in your life, you, you just have to let everything go, man. Forgive yourself, forgive other people, you'll be fine. And just live. But if you want to live in lies and fear and deception and dishonesty, it's going to come, it's biting you in the ass right now. You know? It's sad to see. I think that's what it is. It's not that I'm angry at people, I'm, I'm kind of just sad for people. It's like, See me, I, I had to uh, 
quit drinking otherwise you know things weren't going to end well for me and so I was forced um, with the gift gift of uh, desperation that made me do it and because I was desperate I then forced myself into uh, a new way of thinking wasn't easy it's actually the hardest thing I've ever done is to have to completely change my outlook on life but you know, I did it by being honest and telling the truth and just always being honest with yourself. That is the one thing I found that is successful. Don't lie. Don't, don't you know, be scared to tell the truth. Even if you're in a moment of fear, don't give in to the fear and lie about something. Don't be deceiving. Don't be dishonest. Just, you know, it sucks because a lot of people can't take the real truth and the honesty. You might be... You're not alone. There's a lot of people out there like me who just speak truth and honesty and they respect that. And then there's a lot of people who claim to be truthful and honest, but they're not. They're sheep herders. You know, with this whole thing, where's the Joel Olsteins at, huh? Where's he at during this whole uh, epidemic? <laughs> I don't see his church open with any, uh, you know, he's probably cowering, uh, you know, doing his sodomy. With some guy right now in his little mansion as his wife watches him. <laughs> what are you talking about, Matt? I'm like, because that's what he's doing. That guy is not a man. That guy is a total fucking freak. How do you know that, man? I'm like, because I know freaks when I see them. And that's okay. He'll be burning in his own special hell, which he is right now. But where's this church? Why isn't that open? Why isn't that open for the people who need some hope, right? A little guidance. But here's the good news, folks. Even without, even, you know, whatever you are, atheist, religious person, Christian, uh, Muslim, doesn't matter. If you have faith that everything will be okay and trust that you're not in control, everything will be fine. It will. You'll, the fear and anxiety will leave you and you'll be okay. Well, what are you talking about, Matt? That's not true. I have to go out and get my shot from the thing. And this. No, you don't. But again, this isn't for everybody. This is for the people who are uh, being honest and want to tell the truth and live a good life and be have like actual joy and not like hollowed out, shallow, bullshit joy of Netflix and chilling and stupid shows that teach you it's okay to not have any morals. It's okay to be a degenerate. It's not. And that's the thing that, you know, that's what I had to find full circle when I was a kid and back to the D.A.R.E. program was I was that fucking goody-good two-shoes kid, you know, the Boy Scout, who was like, hey, we shouldn't go in there. It says don't enter. And people are like, oh, you fucking, do you leave let's go be, let's go be a little crazy guys. And I was the guy who's like, you shouldn't take acid or, you know, smoke weed. It's not good. Or shut up, man. You don't know what you're doing. You know, that's the crowd I hung out with. And uh, I had to learn my lesson. And then I'm like, ah, you know what? Fuck it, man. Stop being so uptight. And then I had a lot of fun. I did. I had fun trying drugs. I'm not going to pretend it was horrible. Uh, but, it, you know, alcohol was always my thing, mostly. Because I think alcohol is that one you can always either drown your sorrows in and or have a good time and it always leads to sex <laughs> we all know why we drink at bars guys men and women alike don't pretend like you didn't do it don't pretend like that was you were you were just having a night out 
and he needed to dance. Nope. <clears throat> See, what, what drugs have I done? Um, did shrooms once. Kind of twice, I think. Uh, acid one time. Ecstasy a handful of times. Never did cocaine. But uh, I did like... Um, uh, back in high school, in my late teens, early 20s, uh, what was it? Uh, when ephedra was legal and those diet pills, like yellow jackets, took a lot of those. I liked being hyper. I still do. That's why caffeine today is like my only drug. So I have uh, coffee all the time, which I'm still, you know, still not quite ready to let go of that vice. But, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I've seen people... You know what the real virus is? The bullshit you hear on the news, guys. If you're watching any news, any news, any, any news, don't. You're hurting your brain. You're killing whatever chance you have of having a good life because you're letting them just suck the life out of you. Become a drone, an empty vessel, a shell of your former self. Don't do it. I did it. Not anymore. That's why I'm not scared. That's why I go out and... People are uh, unpredictable, you know? That's one thing. That's more scary right now is the people that are terrified and are, like, very jumpy. You know, the, the mass hysteria that's going out, that's actually more of a threat than this fucking fake virus. But, Matt, I know somebody that tested positive. And I go, yeah, you also know, right, that the numbers for uh, pneumonia have just somewhat dropped for the first time ever and uh, you ever think that maybe some of those numbers that you're reading about things or maybe people who are getting tested or maybe the people that are saying they haven't, they're like, but they show no symptoms, but I had something swabbed, so I'm going to trust this doctor. Um, I've read articles. I've seen videos of a lot of doctors that you won't see on the news that say they have been getting reports to report uh, deaths as coronavirus on autopsies and things and shit like that, but you won't hear about that on your mainstream news. No. See, that you have to literally dig for. But if you're a uh, truth person yourself, it'll come to you. Um, it's like... This is why I created the no-nonsense live stream, because after like 30-some years on this planet, I was just tired of nonsense I was just tired of dumb. I was just tired of just everything that was just remotely uninteresting to me. <laughs> and that was like, this is why I love this guy. I love this lockdown thing. Like everything shut down. It's like, well, you can go, you, all you can do is go get fucking drugs and fast food. <laughs> and it's like, don't you think that's a reason for that, guys? Don't you think if it was as threatening as it was, all businesses would be a mandatory shutdown? It's not. It's a test to see how far we're all willing to let them squeeze us. And some of us, the people that are fucking freaking the fuck out, are really, uh, they're really giving them what they want. And... It's a good thing, though, because it, it shows to me who I can't trust <laughs> and who will never be my friend and who I will just say hello, good day, and that's it. Other than that, uh, no, you're, you're useless. Go away. But, Matt, what skills do you have? I'm like, a lot, actually. 
the ability to not just sit here and hope that somebody's going to come save me from this world. The fact that I actually have to get up and do it every fucking day. Yeah, I've got that. The fact that I am trying every single day to not let my mind think reality is different than it is and just live in the now and be in reality all the time. Yeah, I've got that. I have faith today. You know, something I never, I never once thought I would have. You know, to be honest with you, I, but I do. I'm not scared. But man, how can you not be scared? I'm like, if you're terrified, it's because you're hiding some evil, deep, dark demon that you haven't battled yet. And you should have went to battle with that demon a long time ago because you can't suppress it. It's going to come out one way or another. You have to embrace that side. You have to get it out in a way that allows it not to control all your behaviors and your emotions and your actions, right? You have to act your way into a new way of thinking. You can't think your way into a new way of acting, folks. Sorry. And I'm pretty smart, and I'm not even that smart of a fella, but I am full of common sense. And I am, I can process stuff pretty, I wonder if I have a high IQ. I could, you know, I think a lot of high IQ people, high the tit? No, no, I'm definitely dyslexic. <laughs> and that's true. I've, I've been concerned that I'm dyslexic lately because... I either stumble over my words or I, I switch letters around and I see words that aren't there or words that I think or maybe it's not dyslexic. Maybe that's just me seeing the truth and I'm one of the special people. No, but it is. Uh, I'm having a hard time with that lately. You want to hear some vulnerability, folks? That's it. I think I'm fucking retarded. <laughs> Drug abuse resistance education. Somebody just sat somewhere like, you know what we got to do? We got to come up with a program to save the kids. You do know, folks, that all, all, I'm going to say it again, all, all roads that lead to hell are paved with good intentions. All of them. Every single one. I, but I want to, no, I started the youth group. No, all, all. Every one of the roads that leads to hell is paved with good intentions. That's a fact. That's truth. That's the law of the universe. That is. In my experience, that's you taking your will and doing what you want with it, with us free will humans. And you don't you think scientists need to shut the fuck up? Everybody puts their trust into science, like as they think that's like God for some reason. And don't get me wrong, I love like science with the little s. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Science with the little s, you know. The, when you mix, you you put a Mentos in a Coca-Cola bottle, it explodes because of the chemical reaction. Like, I love that shit. I love that kind of science, you know. When you, the temperature goes below 32 degrees, you water freezes. Like, I like, yeah, all that stuff is great. But I'm talking about, like, let's just leave it to the scientists to decide what's best for everybody. And it's like, you really need to decide that? You have the power within you to decide what's best for you. You don't need some guy in, you know, the stereotypical lab coat to tell you what is good. And what the fuck is Bill Gates doing? Hmm? Anybody else notice this? Who, why is he on the news talking about coronavirus? Oh, that's right. Because he wants to kill us. 
You don't think so? Uh, Bill Gates is known for coming out and openly talking about the world population and like reducing it with eugenics, guys. But no, you think he's just a guy who made an Apple computer and did all that stuff and he's just a big old nerd because of all of his Windows programs. Windows, guys. It's a window and to see what, you know, makes you tick so then it can kill you. You know, Bill Gates, like, I'm not a medical professional or a biologist or any of the above, but I can tell you this, Bill Gates should shut the fuck up and go back to computer chips. But he's not because he's part of the problem, guys. He wants to eventually make it mandatory vaccines because if you get the vaccine, then you will get sick and you probably will die from it because if he can fool people into getting that fucking thing, you know, that's the only way a virus actually... Um, is injected into you. You know that, right? Through inoculation. It doesn't pass by coughing on somebody. It's You're dumb. Okay? My 1971 Oxford Dictionary definition of a virus. It has to be inoculated. What does inoculated mean? Something that punctures the skin, which means a shot, motherfucker. It has to be given to you. And most people, and this is, and see, this is the medical science that was agreed upon forever ago. Like, for the last 60, 70, it's been there since the beginning, 20th century, this is old, agree, well, universal agreed upon stuff before um, the scientists were completely uh, compromised with, you know, egos and stuff, because human beings have agendas, guys, I'm sorry to tell you, but when you're a human being and you give in to your vices, you don't give a fuck what's best for humanity, you give a, uh, give a fuck for what's best for you and your penis. So, <clears throat> these scientists... Or Bill Gates is not even a fucking scientist. Is coming out saying what we need to do. Hey, you need to shut the fuck up, Bill. That's what you need to do. Fucking pussy. Bill Gates may be a billionaire, but he's far from a man. I mean, he looks like a rat, right? Ugh. No respect from his wife. <laughs> she hates him. She's probably out of her fucking mind and has to take all the Xanax and every other fucking pill to even look at him. She's like, it's not even worth all the stuff that I have to, like, let you put your penis in me. The fact that I even did makes me so feel so gross. I want to wash myself and rip out my uterus. <laughs> so just err on the side of caution, folks, but don't be scared. But just remember that these people in power are trying to get you to do stuff. You just say no thank you. You just say no, and you'll be okay. They can't enforce it on you. We will never allow it to be forced upon us. So, say no to Bill Gates' ideas. Because it's coming, guys. Wait till after Easter. I said it weeks ago. People are like, nope, we just have to stay inside and wait for everybody to, to not go. Do you know they're going to make you stay inside probably until they come up with some mandatory testing until they're like, we have to test everybody in America before we can reopen businesses. It's a possibility. I'm not saying that's going to happen, guys. But you know what? I'm a thinker. Okay? I'm a thinker. I like to think a little bit. I don't always take the information that's given to me based on my own life experiences and uh, people that have burned me, things that I've done, stuff that I did wrong, and I guess what? I learned my lessons. I learned my lessons. And I am a thinker, and I ask questions, and I question things. No. And uh, whatever, you know, 
Alan Watts said a great quote once. It's better to live a short life filled with... Uh, I fucking fucking... I don't remember. <laughs> but Alan Watts is the man. He's a... Uh, that fucking alcoholic playboy. What do you think? I'm going to look it up. Alan Watts... Life... Quotes. This is the one good thing about technology, guys. And that is you get to look up, uh, you know. But uh, I was actually watching some Alan Watts. Uh, but the attitude of faith is to let go and become open to truth, whatever it might turn out to be. That's right, Alan. See, that's a quote right there from Alan Watts, what I just said. But the attitude of faith is to let go and become open to truth, whatever it might turn out to be. That's how scientists used to be, guys. That's when scientists were like, you know what? We're seeking truth, and if new stuff comes along the way that might change our methods, we have to be open to it. And guess what, folks? They stopped doing that shit a long time ago. (laughs) So, oh man, where, where the fuck is this quote? You know, um, better to live a. You know, oh, here we go. It is better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. Exactly. If I were to die tomorrow from this thing, dude, I have loved my life. I have done joyful things for years now and it's been amazing i've met amazing people i've met wonderful people i've met shitty people too but you know what i've had a fucking blast i wouldn't want to spend the next 50 years with a chip in my arm if that's the way we're going it's like no i'm good (laughs) i ain't gonna be that way you all can live that way i'm like that's not really living you're a farm animal then you're you're no better than the fucking goat uh, in a fenced-in farm, going, just give me my feed. And that's not a good life. Because the farmers that are farming you aren't good people. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, Alan Watts. I dig him. He's a good man. He's a good man and a good thing, good speaker, good everything else. So, I am going to roll. I am I am just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go relax. Don't take yourself too seriously. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit drinking.